Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's hit this segment running and gunning. Time for a fast back and forth with Pete and Dave. We're calling Fast Break on the Huddle. And Josh. Yeah, me. So special. <laughs> so special. Yeah, because we love you, man. Once, once, they, once Dave added Josh, people really turned their radio. Dials you, did over you see the CCM. spike in the ratings? It just. Uh, I'm actually looking at it right now. It was brief, but now it's gone. Real time. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start off with uh, the first one here. Since I don't have any fancy music, we're just going to kind of go a la carte here. Um, First question I have for you. We'll start with you, Pete. Uh, Uh NFL with Bryce Young, Max Duggan behind Justin Herbert, of course. I'm interested to see how uh, the new OC, Kellen Moore, uh, deals with that quarterback situation. Also, Stetson Bennett and Anthony Richardson all getting their preseason debuts out of the way. Pete, out of these, which do you look forward to most seeing this season? Well, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. Some of the names that are out there, will they actually be on the field? And, and, and one of the names that, uh, that stands out for me is Stetson Bennett, because here's a guy who got absolutely no credit for anything, it seems to me, um, who's getting an opportunity. He won't be on the field unless somebody's hurt. But if he gets on the field, I actually think this guy is mature enough. He's, he's old enough for sure, but he's mature enough to be somebody who could be extremely productive. And, and you know, I don't see that out of a lot of second-string quarterbacks in the NFL, but I do from him. And I think that what we saw a little bit of this past weekend already is uh, he's, he's still poised, and I know he's going against twos and everything else, but he stands out for me as probably somebody who should have been drafted maybe a little bit higher than he was. Dave? Agreed. Yeah, well, tell me the names again one more time. Uh, so yeah, Stetson Bennett, uh, mm-hmm. Richardson, and I believe it was I'm gonna pull it up it here. It was Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young, Max Bryce Duggan, Young. Stetson Bennett, and Anthony Richardson. I'm excited to see Anthony Richardson. I I just I think um, in that offense in a dome, I'm I'm just I'm really I really liked him, Pete. You and I were both really high on him uh, coming out of the draft last year. We both thought he was one of the. I actually thought he was the best of of who was there. Um, so. I'm excited to see him. I don't. I think Bryce Young is going to have a tough go of things in Carolina. That that team is just. It, it's a little bit. I just don't see like he's just. I don't feel like he's set up for as much success. Although he does have Adam Thielen to throw to, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm real excited to see what Richardson does in, in Indy. All right, and uh, Dave, you sent me this on Twitter from Projection yes. Sports. If college oh. football adopted a promotion relegation system, uh, relegation games would draw. So many viewers. Well, looking at it right now, this kind of looks interesting. It basically starts out with uh, it, it's kind of a, a ladder type uh, system, if you will, 
Uh, 12-team playoff for a few of these, top four being promoted pretty much up to the next branch uh, as yes. far as the playoff system goes. It's kind of complex, but it's definitely uh, it definitely includes a lot of pretty key arguments as far as teams that should be involved in the quote-unquote uh, championship conversation. Uh, Dave, we'll start with you. Kind of what are your thoughts on you know, NCAA kind of changing things up a little bit with the playoff system? Well, it gets rid of some of these ridiculous conferences. You know, it gets rid of these 20-team conferences and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm not a huge soccer fan, but when I watch this, and, and if you want to, uh, when I saw this, if you want to look at this, uh, follow, it's on, it's Projection Sports, at P-R-O-J Sports. And they have this relegation system. Basically, you have the top 16 teams, which is pretty much most of the SEC, uh, and then you kind of work your way down, and they take this data for over four or five years, and then teams would move up and down based on that, uh, relegating to either the Premier League Division, Championship Division, League One, League Two, and then and then the rest. Uh, it's interesting to me. I think this is an interesting concept because it truly allows anybody, if they are good enough, to to, to move up all the way through. And I I think in its current state. The NCAA doesn't necessarily, and Pete, we've had this discussion before, where it doesn't necessarily, you could have a great season and still not even get anywhere sniffing near a championship. You could have a couple of good seasons and not do that. So I think it's interesting. I I, I would, you know, it's going to keep the top at the top still if we did it that way, which, you know, Alabama's always going to be in the premier division. Uh, you know, some of these other schools are always going to be in the championship, maybe moving up and down in Iowa or Oklahoma. But like a like a Illinois, you know, Illinois over the last year could certainly jump up, and they they had a couple of good seasons, you know, well, at least one here with with Bielma. So I think it's interesting. I don't know. I don't think it would actually work in college sports because you don't have enough time. You know, you, these guys are you know you have these guys for one or two years and then they're gone. But I think it's interesting to see what it would look like, Pete. Yeah, I find it really curious. Um, I don't know that I like it, love it, or or anything, but it's interesting for sure. And I think it's great fodder. I mean, it's something we can all kind of kick around a little bit. But, you know, there are so many things that I think that they've got to fix in college football, college sports. Um, the whole NIL thing still bothers me. The portal still bothers me to some degree. Yep. Uh, I think there are ways that we could make these things a lot better. And I, And it feels to me like, they don't want to make any decisions. They just want to kind of see what happens. <laughs> and, and, and I'd like to see them make some decisions and actually, you know, change things up a little bit because we can already see some of the pitfalls of what they're doing. But uh, this is pretty interesting. It, it really is. And unfortunately, when you do look at that top premier group, though, uh, it's, it, it's, it's about the haves and the have-nots. All you've got to do is look at the list of those that are in certain certain divisions right now, and it's like, well... That's a school that has great NIL money. They have yep. great uh, attraction for players to be able to want to go to those schools. So is it going to be very easy at all for any of these other schools to be able to pull themselves up like this? I, 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 think, it, I think it's interesting. I just don't know that I think it works. You'd have to do it on like a, a one to two year rotation, I think. Yeah. I don't think it can be like four years because it's just that that's – that's not feasible. Rosters change over so much. Schools change over so much. But I think on a one to two year, um, one to two year rotation, would be interesting. Now, the other side of this is that you're not going to have, you might not have 35 bowl games anymore, which that's a lot of money uh, for a lot of these schools. So maybe that's something that that's also something that would factor into it. I think. 
for right. sure. Real quick, one last thing. Dave, we'll stick with you since you're the uh, hockey god oh, of okay. WCCO. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. With <laughs> with Matt <laughs> Dumbo funny. leaving the right-hand side of Jonas Brodeen, do you feel that Keelan Addison is the right guy to fill that role, or do you see if maybe Brock Favor would be a better suit for that role? I know uh, Jonas Brodeen is probably, arguably in my opinion, one of the better defensive defensemen yeah. in hockey, and uh, what he does for the team doesn't always reflect on the scorecard. So I guess your thoughts on maybe – who Matt Dumba's suitable replacement would be on the uh, right-hand side? Well, this is an easy one for me, and I, I love the way Brock Faber played last year. I, I thought the fact that he jumped right in uh, and and that the game, you know, he didn't he didn't necessarily – I don't think he scored any goals last year, which is, which is fine. I'm not of the defensive school of thought that defensemen have to score. I think, you know, that the plus-minus is really where you see how good a defenseman is. I thought the game looked the right speed for him. He didn't look – uh, overwhelmed out there he was able to use his size he was able to use his speed uh, he played angles very well it didn't look too big for him I and I think the amount of time he got in the postseason also tells you just what the coaching staff thought of him so uh, to me that's a no-brainer I think Brock Faber steps right in I don't know uh, what Kalen Addison's future is I he certainly didn't seem to me like uh, he was a huge part of the D defensive core near the end of the season uh, so I would say it's it's Faber's spot all the way. Whatever Dave said is right. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to even pretend I, I'm as, as schooled on, on hockey, especially at the NHL level and with the wild and everything. But uh, whatever you said, Dave, is is 100% correct. But and by the way, a the, golden gopher, by the way. Yes, <laughs> and you made the point last year, Pete, because I remember it saying that there there's no matter the sport, you, there's a there's a usually an adjustment period, and Brock didn't seem to have that, right. which I thought was you know it, it, just to step in like that. And you've said this before that transition, regardless of how good you are or school or sport, that's a tough transition to go from being a pro, a college guy to a pro. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and also to add to kind of the playoff run that we had with these two defensemen, Kayla Madison was more of more or less of a defensive liability. I feel like uh, yeah. where Brock Favor, if you remember. Uh, the very first game, blocked a what was basically a sure uh, overtime goal by Dallas, and that yep. would eventually lead to Ryan Hartman, uh, you know, finishing the job for the Wild. But I definitely feel like Brock Faber would better suit that role as a defenseman, both as a two-way player for this team. So uh, that's all I got for the fast breaks for today. Cool. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.